Christian, who are you who are you wearing today? Uh, well, I'm wearing a Mandalorian shirt, but I don't know the make and model. And that's because <laughs> we are talking the Mandalorian. Let's get into it. <laughs> Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. Today, we're taking a look at Mandalorian, Season 3, Episode 1. I'm Ravi, and as always, I'm joined by my two brothers, Arjuna, Krishna, and of course, we have our producer, me, Michael, whoops, technically my mic's not on, Michael is my name. (laughs) Nailed it. And we are Was It Good. (laughs) Oh, Wow. There it is. They, that's how you can tell right off the bat. They, they have not done this in a minute. You haven't either. No, I'm saying they as in all of us. Like, I'm including myself. Oh, you're, you've reached the level of celebrity where you refer to yourself in the third person. Yeah. Yes. You could just say we. Yeah, you could <laughs> say we. We haven't done the We're rusty. I, don't, I mean, sure, I guess. I mean, saying it that way just feels a little bit more cinematic. Because. Okay. I'm crazy, and I've lost my mind, clearly. <laughs> Speaking of things that have lost their mind, uh, the creators of The Mandalorian. <laughs> Wait, what? How did they lose their minds? I, I, I wanted to come out of the gates really, really hot with this episode because while it's been two years, more than two years, since we had an actual season of The Mandalorian, we did obviously have uh, in 2022, <laughs> Two, two last year. Yeah. Last year we had you know three episodes featuring the Mandalorian, Grogu in the, uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Um, basically, the whole reason you watch watched the Book of Boba Fett, you uh, didn't watch for the back to tanks. No, no, not even a little bit. Not the Cad Bane. Not the Cobb Vanth. Not the uh, biker gang. Not the bi- not the Power Ranger biker, biker, biker gang. Not uh, those were good times. Not emo anger or goth goth Chewbacca. Not that either. Oh, Black Chrysanthemum. Yes, goth Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewgatha. He's very gothic. He was moody and ripping people's arms off. Uh, but yeah, two years since we've had a proper season, and we got this. You got a premiere. We got a premiere. How would you guys sum it up in a one word? Interesting. I'm getting I'm getting disappointment vibes from Ravi. Disappointed. <laughs> very interesting. I would say I would say spectacle, because uh, they started off this premiere with a bang. I, I th- you know it started off. I feel like. I don't remember season two, the season two premiere. Uh, obviously, the season one premiere was like that nice sort of uh, slowish um, uh, encounter in the bar, right? Right. Uh, you know, with Mando collecting a bounty. This one was like, oh, there's like a ceremony going on. There's a big crocodile coming out of the water, and Mando comes in at his Naboo starfighter and blows shit up. I was like, oh wow, they're just jumping right into this one with uh, with the action. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say spectacle. It was a spectacle. Did anyone when when the opening scene happened? Did anyone think that we were at, it was actually a flashback? I was gonna bring up the exact. I, same thing. I thought it was yes. Yeah. I, I did initially, and then I was like, "But wait, that's the other guy." And like, so is he really, really fucking old? And I was like, "Maybe you're talking about Vizsla, yeah, Unlike or John Favreau's the big guy, yeah. John Favreau has to have a cameo in everything he does, right." character and so i was like oh he he's either really really old like he's he's much older than we thought uh or this isn't a flashback and then it's obviously proven it's not a flashback but i think they wanted you to at least think it is a flashback but i think it i think it's if as it's not a flashback it shows you that they've built up their forces um pretty well right um from where we last saw them in book of boba fett because it was just vizsla and the armorer at that time um so yeah which is it's interesting with you know time and they're building up their forces because Favreau came out on the carpet right and he was saying that between the events of season two to season three, which includes the events of Book of Boba Fett, it's about roughly two years. Yeah, so there had been confusion earlier in the day. It had been on a podcast. People had mis in misinterpreted his comments by people thinking that Grogu had been with Luke on that planet. For two full years. Mm. And so people were like, wait, what? Like, so Book of Boba was two years long? Like, what the heck was this guy doing? Sleeping in back to tanks all day. Uh, but what he was, <laughs> what, I mean, I think what he kind of clarified on that red carpet was essentially the time in between the seasons is roughly, like the time in, in real life between the seasons is the, time, is the time in between. So right. like, it's essentially 
around a year Grogu has been with Luke, and then it's been around a year since Grogu has been reunited with Din. So it's more than enough time then to build a, a group of Mandos of that size. Because that was the one thing that kind of surprised me. Because yeah. I did watch a couple of key episodes of Book of Boba, uh, Mandalorian Season 1 and Season 2, and the one thing that really stuck out was the fact that Last time you see the armor and Vizsla, it's just the two of them. Yeah. And then now they've got cool space station. 30 plus Mandos and kids. and Yeah, they got oh, kids dude. now. They're they recruiting cool, hard. They got a cool cave? Yeah, they have a cool cave. Yeah. yeah. They have a, a dead crocodile, so. Do you think yeah. those are, what? what's her name? People that left her? Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan, thank you. I don't think so, but I don't know. I don't know enough about... Well, so the remember, lore of right. Mandalorian. So, I mean, we can do a quick, you know, surface level deep dive. That makes no sense, but whatever. <laughs> a surface dive. A sur- we'll do a surface dive. A, a shallow snorkel. dive. Yeah. We'll do a little we'll, snorkel. We'll go dumpster diving. Yeah, we'll more. dumpster dive. Uh, the main thing is the Bo-Katan people are people that were um, born on Mandalore, have had generations of Mandalorian ancestors. Um, the group that Din comes from, known as the tribe, which is the armor and the Vizsla. Uh, they are followers of a religious sect called Children of the Watch. They are not necessarily made up of Mandalorians born of Mandalore or the subsequent planets around Mandalore. They are primarily of foundlings who follow the teachings of the Children of the Watch. Uh, in, the ar- in the last episodes of Book of Boba, the armor actually says, because uh, Din asks armor about Bo and essentially I'm paraphrasing she says well Bo and people that were born in Mandalore they all lost their way that's why they were nuked by the Empire and why we the children of the watch survived the big burning and everything because we keep our masks on and we're true Mandalores so to sum it all up I don't think the people that left Bo would have gone to the children of the watch because they are more of an extremist type of religious group as opposed to what Bo was putting was the various houses and, and whatnot back together. Right. So there you go. Boom. Star Wars Game of Thrones edition. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind of. But different houses. But there's less backstabbing and more sitting around and moping. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, a lot of moping, moping actually. <laughs> Lots of, uh, that's, yeah. That's what ruling's all about. Sitting in an empty castle. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm actually going to take. I'm going to jump over Arjuna for one more impression because the moping kind of ties into my one word, which is coincidence. <laughs> um, so you all said something hilarious last season about Mando season two, where you know you were basically like, "It's a D and D episode, right? It's, a, qu- it's quest. a fetch it's quest. quest. It's a fetch quest. A quest." And uh, this Love season, right off the bat, has kind of presented itself <laughs> to me as coincidence will be the main thing for everything. You know, from the the start of the of the episode where it happens to be a giant crocodile decides to come out, and the Mandalorian happens to show up with a uh, with his little space jet, um, he happens to see Bo just kind of sitting there moping or whatever. She's not doing something else. Like I don't know. It's just the first episode felt like a lot of just kind of silly coincidences, which I get. I get. I get. It's a TV show. You got to push the story forward. Blah blah blah. But it just felt at some point like. Okay, I guess that's yeah. cool. Even the pirates. Would you say, yeah, would you say you had a hard time buying back into this world? Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Andor has made it too hard for you. Yeah, mm. because Andor's like, it's again, and and I think it's also, like, when you look at season one of Mandalorian versus season two, season one, it was, to me anyway, still better than season two because in season one, you had no idea what the fuck was happening, right? Like, it was all big mystery. And I've said this multiple times. I love the mystery box. This season feels pretty, especially after watching everything in Fat and Mandalorian, you know, the previous season, it feels pretty obvious what's going to be happening. He's going to go to Mandalore, take a weird bath in some acidic <laughs> water that he probably should put his t- <laughs> let his touch his skin. Um, he's probably going to, you know, unite the people and probably have a big fight with Gideon and woohoo. Some of the best Star Wars, though, doesn't really have a mystery box to it. Like, you know, I mean, Clone Wars and Rebels, you know how those end. You knew how those ended from the start, right? right. Like, you knew in Clone Wars that 
Order 66 was coming. These clones were going to turn on the Jedi, kill most of them. Mm. Rebels, you knew that, you know, eventually you're getting to the Rebellion and right, but the, the and diff- whatnot. But, the, like, so there wasn't necessarily, like, that's never been, like, the strength of Star Wars. Right, but if you go look at the Clone Wars, the reason that one worked out, I think, so well was they had the various arcs that explored not just a, a central, central group of characters, right? Sure. They were exploring a bunch of new characters in various parts of this War essentially, yeah. Rebels obviously was focusing on a group of individuals struggling on the outside. Like we knew what was going to happen, but we did not know the journey that they were going to get to. Like we still don't know the end story of the art. We know the end story of everybody of uh, Kanan, right? But everybody else, we still is up sure. in the air. So I don't know if it's necessarily like I think they had a little bit of mystery box to them, and they weren't that that predictable. But, like, I feel like with this show and the fact that it has to serve a bigger purpose of, like, every fan and every new fan buying in, while those shows, it was just made for, you know, hardcore nerds, in my opinion. Do you think we're reading into that too much, though? In Which terms part? of, like, that, they're, that they are actively thinking of how to service every single fan, or are they just trying to make the story? Good, good, good content. Yeah, exactly. Like, you say we know where we're, we're going, right? Sure. Like, but, so, uh, let me ask you... Right off the bat, where is the season going? Um, bold predictions. We're not doing bold predictions. <laughs> no, but just we're overall, doing that at right? the end. Yeah. We're doing the end. Um, okay, I'll give you my obvious prediction. Yeah. Uh, Din is going to unite Mandalore. Okay. I'm not going to give you the the specifics, but I'm going to give you the overview. Din's going to unite Mandalore. Um, and we're going to get some kind of Easter egg around Grogu's history. We're not getting all of it still. But that will be a bigger drop, and then the Empire will play probably a bigger role. Though there'll be a better understanding from the Empire in terms of Empire into First Order. I think those are like your three main things that are going to be told and explained. So, and again, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, but it's also just a uh, okay. I mean, I would I would agree. If it feels like going into this season, and then from this first episode. This does seem like it would be the most straightforward season we have so far. Now, that's not to say that they can't throw in wrinkles and twists, uh, but it does seem like, I know for this season, I was like the least excited for it, but for no other reason than I think we're used to the world and we know what we're going to get at this point. We know it's going to be Din and the cute Grogu doing shenanigans. uh, And that's not a bad thing. It's It's just the novelty has worn off. That being said, I still really enjoyed the first episode myself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not ready to ask that question yet. Oh, I didn't say it feels good. I just said I enjoyed it. Who uh, knows? If- Christian also yeah. enjoyed Triple Frontier, infamously. And I thought that was good. Oh, boy. But you also enjoyed it. You're correct. Juno, how would you sum it up in one word? And don't say wars. <laughs> I was going to say quest. Oh, I mean, again, yeah, we are on the quest. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, the Mandalorian has always been a quest, right? Like, right. it's always been a quest show. There's always a something to do, and uh, you know, I think, like Krishna, I did enjoy the show. I have missed the show. It's been a long time since it's been on. Uh, you were still in your twenties. I was, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was, a, yeah. I was a young man back then. <laughs> I mean, when the first season came out, I was in my twenties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Isn't that weird? The when first, did the first season? The first season came in nineteen. Oh, oh I was I was a new thirty. Well, I was like thirty. Actually, you know what? You know what? I think I was just. Uh, you I just, just turned thirty. I just turned thirty. So I apologize. Because it was after 30. we got back from Japan. And yeah. Premiered. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then COVID happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would say quest. You know, this is a it's a pretty straightforward quest that uh, our guy Din is on. You know, he's he's like, let me back in. Let me home. And they're like, no, you can't come back home. You must wash yourself in the magical <laughs> bath. So he's like, okay. You must bathe yourself. Bye. <laughs> in the holy waters of Lake Wanamatanka. What? what, what, what? No, sorry. That's, uh, no, that's, that never. I'm a little, con- uh, I do want, I, I do have a question for mm-hmm. you guys. Wasn't that already established? Yes, Book it was. Of Boba. Yes, it was. So they really just repeated it for those Correct. who didn't really watch. Which, again, I mean, did it help those people that didn't watch Book of Boba? Because he shows up in a brand new ship, and he's got the child with him all of a sudden. Yeah. I if mean, they show, they show it in the recap, which at least true. is helpful. Yep. 
But I, I guess they are assuming that people watched it. Or this was a big marketing plan to get people to go back to watch Book of Boba. Yeah, I think I think they're they're going in with the the idea that if you didn't watch it, you should go watch it because yeah. you've missed some stuff. It feels like the miss here is that they should have labeled Book of Boba the Mandalorian colon the Book of Boba mm, because it's maybe. it's piv- it's pivotal to the season, right? And and he is in three episodes. And Boba Fett is a Mandalorian, so like you could have you could have done it that way. Sure. Now, okay, okay, the show is terrible, right? And the first four episodes are useless, uh, and like that's the real thing you should have fixed. But I guess the easiest thing to do after this had been filmed <laughs> to make sure people are watching it because it is pivotal to the story, right? Like, yeah, it's literally like if you read The Fellowship of the Ring and you close the book, right? And then you opened up, and then you open it up, and the ring is destroyed. And yeah, the next book, and you're like, wait, what happened? <laughs> well, I was, no, I was, I was gonna say with Lord of the Rings, it's like you start with the Fellowship of the Ring, and then you your next book is Return of the King. Yeah, like, and you just skip out of the entire two towers, like right, yeah, like there's a lot. Pi- there's pivotal important things that clearly happened in the book of Boba Fett, um, but yeah, I don't know, but it is a <laughs> quest. I don't know, quest. It's a quest. It's a quest, quest to figure out what happened. <laughs> for the viewers here to watch Boba. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. Arjuna decided that a TV series episode needed a DVD chapter listing. <laughs> oh, no. I thought it's a special episode, so I figured, you know, we should we should do it. I you do think the... I was saying to Arjuna uh, to Christian, I was saying to Arjuna before this that at the end of the season for season three of Mandalorian, we should have Arjuna rename each episode the way he thinks it should have been named. Oh, nice. And then we'll compare like it to how they named the episodes. Love, I, I actually fun. love that. Yeah. Like, this episode would be, like, start of the quest. No, this one would be getting older, because it's the apostate, prostate. <laughs> <laughs> what the what fuck? The, what, a, what a deep cut. Well, you know, anyway, you guys didn't think that when they said the prostate. I thought prostate. I'm prostate, like, oh, prostate. Like you get older, Christ. you know, and you have to pee more. Prostate okay. issues. All right, here we go. Our June's DVD chapter listing, as well as Christian's going to be presenting this, and he's going to be doing it in the voice of Yoda. Have fun with that. I'm Yoda. Oh, uh, well, so wait, I got to ask the caveat then. Do you want me to rearrange the sentences? Because that would. That could, no, that no, no, just do it in that that nice, happy, grumpy voice. Mm. Okay. Like, mm. All right. <laughs> Junior's DVD chapter listing for Mandalorian <laughs> season three, episode one. It's like, what the fuck are we doing again? Okay. Oh, <clears throat> oh whale. A quest, you say? <laughs> Grief, din, and peeing your pets. Now presenting the Taika movie. Sesame Street, Tiny Edition, Space Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> Din, you ignorant slut. <laughs> uh, I think my two favorite, I think Din, you ignorant slut was good. Yeah, and then that's the best one. Now presenting the Taika movie, and Chris, it was, you weren't supposed to finish the movie part, because Taika yeah. obviously didn't survive. He got a thing on his head. <laughs> he got crushed. His brain got crushed. That droid got a lot of screen time. That droid. Um, <laughs> here, let's just talk about one point of the se- the 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 season opener that I really did not like, and that is the droid. Which mm. one? The the uh, um ig ig eighty eight. Oh, yeah, ig. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me why he's putting so much energy and effort into that droid. Specific, like I would totally understand if there was a way to bring the droid back, but even the little Babu Freak people, uh, yeah. Babu Frink. Babu Frick. Frick. Is the name of the character from episode right, 9. But, but this the is species. not Babu. They're called like, they begin with an A. I forget. I assholes. Them the Babu f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, assholes. <laughs> um, but they even said like, we can just put new memory core in, which essentially would make a new droid. Yeah. And then you go back to the point, well then just go find another IG unit yeah. or another droid. Yeah. So It's also weird for this to come a full season. Like if this was season 2 episode 1, you might understand because... You just had the emotional turmoil of losing him in the season one right. finale, but it feels a season too late. Yeah. It feels like Tyke has said something and is getting his way. He's so like, wait, I'm sorry. What is this Tyke reference with Tyke? Tyke Waititi voiced the droid, right? Oh, okay. In, in the original episode. And there's also been the. Um, there's also. Tyke Waititi is apparently is, is working on a Star Wars movie. 
So that was the gotcha. That was okay. the joke. All right, but yeah. nothing's been announced really. For that Star went over Wars my head. Movies. They're called Anzellian. Anzellan, oh, Anzellan, Anzellan, the Baba Freak people. Yeah, the little <laughs> Baba Freak. I mean, that was the only I, good I thought part. I thought Grogu trying to eat one was pretty fun. I know. It yeah, like he went to I, hug I it. liked that scene. I don't think he wants to eat it. He's eating a lot of things. I would, I would, you know, my guess is always he wants to eat things. Yeah. He ate the frog eggs. He, he eats a lot of, th- you know, like he's but always trying to eat. Isn't he 52 the, years old? At this point, yeah. like 52, <laughs> yes. 53, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's an old man. He wants Grogu, to do whatever he wants. By the time Grogu's done in this universe, he's going to have a really high, like, body count. He's, he's going to have killed a lot of uh, beings. Grogu, number so one killer did, in all uh, of Star Wars. I did, uh, I did some math. On Grogu, or on, uh, I'm going to say Yoda's species, because it's not been confirmed if Grogu is a clone of copy or whatever, and we don't, we just don't know. He's a droid. But anyway, so I did the math, and if you, let's just pretend Yoda is, was 1900 years old when he died, right? And that's the average age for his species. Right now, the human average is something like 75 years or something, or 70 years. So if you do 70 into 900, you get roughly, I think, like... 15 or 17 or something. And then if you break that down into how old Grogu is, so he is essentially in human years, he's roughly like three or four. Yeah. Uh. And I bring this up because from what I understand, what I've been reading, most three, four-year-olds in, in human beings, they don't attempt to like consistently eat like yes, they do. everything, everything. Yeah, but he's also not a human. No, I know. I'm he's just an saying. alien species. <laughs> he can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, Rabbi. I, I feel like uh, there are a few three or four olds who do try to eat everything. Those are the ones that should be locked up. Rabbi, you were one of them. Yeah, Rabbi. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> were, pretty sure all three of us had an issue of putting like everything in our mouths, <laughs> like just trying to eat stuff. Like, oh, <laughs> cell phone, eat. Oh. We didn't have cell phones when we were three, four years old. Well, that's just an example. We had the rotary phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We're old, Arjuna. <laughs> we're old <Yeah>. as shit. <laughs> <laughs> My back hurts. <laughs> I got a I got a gluten problem. I woke up and my wrist was fucking hurting for some reason today. I don't know why. <laughs> oh boy, tell us how you uh, really feel. I took my college this morning. Yeah, it's important. I ate my chicken liver. I, I had my chicken liver. And it was great. Not too much salt, though, because yeah. it's going to keep that cholesterol down. I, I mashed it with a hammer, so it was nice and like a pate. Oh, pate is disgusting. Red pate. You've never had a pate? No. Don't ever bother. It's I nice. like a good pate. They have like a tuna pate. You might like that. Like mush. Hmm. Mush. Yeah. You got to have the right crackers with it. That makes sense. What's the right cracker? Like a salty cracker. Yeah, Ritz. like a crispy, salty cracker. A Ritz cracker? Maybe like Saltines. a, a captain's oh, wafer. Oh, right, right. Do you know the cracker industry makes most of its money during the holiday season? I'm just trying to push through with how I said that. Anyway, let's keep <laughs> moving on here. So real quick, um, biggest surprises of this season, or excuse me, this episode. And season so far. And season so far, yeah, because we've got one episode. Biggest surprise, I would say, the whales. The space whales. Mm. Space whales. Why Why did we see space whales? Who wants to take this? We wanted a beautiful, tender moment with Grogu. Because he looked up into the sky and the stars. <laughs> as he grows older and he grows closer to his father, Din. And he looks and he sees the whales also flying in space as he does. And he has found peace within himself <laughs> and within his lot in life. Just like the whales. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk, and we will see you again. No, wow, that bull. was like put me to sleep. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, like, no, oh. no, it's because um, synergy, synergy, <laughs> because we know that we're gonna get Ahsoka this year. <gasps> what? We know that we're getting Ahsoka. We know that Ezra's gonna be in it. We know that Ezra from the Star Wars Rebels show took a bunch of wet or a bunch of whales took him and Thrawn and. Shot their asses across the galaxy. And they went from animated into live action. Well, Wait, quick question. Quick question. <laughs> so the whales can travel through hyperspace, right? Yes. Uh, They're hyperspace whales. Rebels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, that's you know, cool. hyper, hyperspace traveling whales. <laughs> They're trying to one-up Star Trek. Can somebody look this up? Because maybe I'm misremembering. 
uh, some of the Rebels episode, but didn't Yoda in Rebels come to Ezra in a vision or some weird thing on a space whale? Maybe. I might be completely misremembering that, but then maybe that's the connection between Grogu and Yoda. Because the they look the same. Yeah. Remember when, you know, everyone called him Baby Yoda? Yeah, and John Favreau blew a fuse. Yeah, now everyone has like been bullied into calling him Grogu. Yeah, essentially. Basically, if you were media and you called him Baby Grogu, John baby Favreau Yoda. got to yeah. sp- baby. What I say? Baby Grogu. Yeah, baby Yoda. <laughs> uh, John Favreau got to spit on you. True, e- true story. Even in the, even in the um, show, Mandalorian's like his name is Grogu now. It's true. Oh, and, that's and, right. And yeah. Carl, Carl Weathers is like whatever yeah. you say. Yeah, whatever you, to me. whatever you say, Mondo. So I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Mondo. <laughs> Mondo. <laughs> Mumbo number five. So yeah, Carl Weathers, grief. He's now the high magistrate. He's high. Yeah, all the uh, time. And he's got pirates coming, so obviously that's going to be a thing this season. Space pirates of the Caribbean. Did mm. anyone notice, by the way, so that entire sequence on Navarro, when Mando leaves and he's flying and then they have that interesting dogfight in space. That was a good fight. And he leads him to a Star Destroyer. I forget the particular class, but it was a Star Destroyer that, that the, the pirates, pirates had taken over. It looked like a Star Destroyer for like um, one of the variant classes that you've only seen ever in like expanded universe. Not anymore. Huh. So I thought that was cool. And yeah, I think Vane, Vane survived. His number two. Oh yeah, Vane. yeah. He's gonna. He'll be back for revenge. Did you also so, notice this? The, this could be a big battle. In the, did you also Navarro. notice the the species that was with Vane were the same species as our our other pirate friend Hondo? Yeah. Could we be getting Hondo this season? I think Hondo we're gonna see in Ahsoka. Ahsoka? Yeah. Why? Why can't he show up in Mandalorian first? Yeah, so, I think they would tease it. I think he they would tease it in this. He's the connective season issue. first. He's the Nick Fury of Star Wars. Hondo. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I got to talk to you about a pirate initiative. Yep. So that Star Destroyer, just so that you all don't think I'm crazy. Um, I do think you're crazy. This is a Lego version of it. I can show you guys the pictures. It's called a Eclipse Class <laughs> Dreadnought. So it is from Expanded Universe. But the reason I, I bring it up is because it had that little, in the front, it had that little longer drop. It looks like a space whale. It does not look like a space. <laughs> it whale. does. I don't know, Chris, if you can see that. Or it's so blown out. Maybe if I just put it up this way, can you see? Oh it? yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. So that's what it kind of reminded me of or looked like. So, I mean, we know that the Empire had a bunch of different classes of star destroyers, but yeah, who yeah. knows? Might be cool. Yeah. What do we know about Gorian? Gorian Shard. Gorian Shard. Uh, he is from Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, he took one of the cursed coins from uh, that first Pirates movie, which the title I forget at this point. The Curse of the... Wait, are you being serious? Pearl? or are you just I'm just riffing right now. Oh, okay. I was like, how long are we going to let him riff for? But, but, I mean, he's a space we stop him. I, I looked it up. I don't think he's been in any... He's been nothing. ...in any other Star Wars things no. before. He seems to be... Rich. I thought Vane might have been somebody, too, like who appeared in a Clone Wars episode or a Rebels episode, knowing it was Filoni, but nope. Also an original character, so... Uh yeah, both both new guys, and I'm sure you know they're alive. So rule of thumb is they'll they'll show up and and cause trouble later on, cause mischief and yep. mayhem. So we know IG is going to be a thing this season. We know space pirates are going to be a thing this season. We obviously know he's going to Mandalore. Space whales. Don't forget about the space. We whales. know space whales are a thing this season, and then obviously the 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 episode ends with him going to Bo-Katan, moping in her empty castle by the sea. To be fair, I don't know what's wrong with that life. I would love to be in a castle by the sea, just sitting around doing nothing. You say that, you would, get bo- you would get bored within 10 minutes. No. Yes. Mandalorians need conflict. Yeah, you would. You, I, have I know so you. I know. much time left opportunities. I know you. You get bored in 10 minutes. There's only one way to find it. Buy me a castle. I'm good. Thanks. It didn't look like she had internet, to be honest with <laughs> you. Yeah. Okay. Or f- fine. Okay. To, uh, all right. Qualify that. Yes. If I didn't have internet, yes, I'd be bored in 10 minutes. There you go. So I would need the internet. But Bo-Katan's back, and she seems a little pissed. And her hair is straighter than the last time we saw it. She's also uh, listed as a main cast member. Yes. Her oh. and uh, Pedro Pascal are the only two listed as main cast members. Wasn't, though, um, everyone's uh, fan favorite from season one and two, Gina Carano? Nope. Listed? She was none? Nope. 
Oh. It's always just been Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian. By the way, and I want to redact my previous statement about fan favorite. She was not fan favorite. It was, it was you were joke. saying it in jest. Yes. Ha 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 ha. Laugh. I just did. Okay. It wasn't forced at all. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> this is filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. we have a very quiet audience. Yes, because they are threatened by us. <laughs> They're riveted by our words. Our knowledge of the Star Wars. Uh, yeah, but Bo-Katan is uh, back. And uh, she's like, get off my property. <laughs> she's like, Din, yeah, she's like, yeah. you ignorant slut. <laughs> get she's off like, my lawn. You want, you, want, you want the Mandalorian? Just wave your, your pretty dark saber around and you'll yeah. get him. Yeah, she's pissed. I wonder if that... You know, I mean, but yeah. if she's so... But here's the thing. I don't think it's pissed anymore. I think it's like she's, she's given up. Because yeah. if she was like really pissed and she's and she was still willing to fight and figure it all out, she would have essentially been like, Din, let's fight. Because she needs the let's damn fight. saber. And she hasn't done that. So it's kind of like, I think she's just given up. It's interesting. I didn't expect her to be in this new place for this season, like kind of at a low point. Uh, but here we are. And maybe they're going to build her back up. And she will become the Mandalorian. Well, there is a, a thing in the trailer, right, where she says... I think it's I think it's implied that it's to Grogu, but it's basically like, oh, you didn't think he was the only one or something, right? Yeah. So I'm kind of curious where that line and that context and everything comes comes uh, comes out. Spoiler alert: It's in this season, maybe. I would assume it's in the <laughs> second episode because I have heard that all of marketing materials only showed episode or from episode one and two. So, oh, that makes I find out next next week. There you go. Damn. Hopefully, there you go. There you go. That's it. That's the episode. That All right. Thank you for coming. It was good. Uh, that's it. No, that was know. literally okay. the episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we went through the entire episode pretty quick. What about I, the space whales? I want to. I want to get into the bigger things. Oh no. Which is your qualifiers? What will make you at the end of the season say this was a good season, or what will come up and happen for you? Say, I'm ripping off my Star Wars tattoos. Mm. Ooh, I'm ripping off my. I don't have any Star Wars tattoos. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna give you one. Uh, I think for me, um, we would ha- need to learn something significant about Grogu's past mm-hmm. for this to be a successful season. This is the third season now. If we don't get something significant around Grogu and what he is, where he's from, like his whole deal, I'm going to lose patience. I think uh, there's only so long you can go. With him just being this cute thing, sort of learning, sort of, you know, being this, like, a toddler. Uh, so, yeah, for me, we need to learn something significant about him for this season to be successful in my mind. What what would qualify as significant to you? Mm, that's a great question. Well, I, I would here, say I could uh, – I, I can give you some examples of what we've gotten so far. Yeah, that's good because I obviously just rewatched a bunch of stuff. And you're both going to laugh. His name is Grogu. Yeah, so in season two, the biggest thing was his name was Grogu, and he was at the temple. Right. Okay. Yes. And then after that, for the rest of the season of season two, didn't get anything else. Uh, except, yeah, that we didn't get anything else. We got more of why he's being hunted, specifically for his blood, and then that was kind of it. And then in Book of Boba, when he's trained with Luke, we got, he has the knowledge and the training, it's just locked away, and we got the flashback of him at the temple, specifically uh, seeing Jedi pass and all that stuff. Jedi, and then yeah. that that's it. And the trailer so, for season for me, three, I, I guess what would qualify as significant is like something as it could be something as simple as like where was he born and what was his upbringing before the Jedi Council, if that's even a thing. Uh, or, you know, is he a clone of Yoda? Um, or who trained him? Like, who was involved in his training at the Jedi Temple? It was Plo Koon. You need all I of mean, those we know, things. I mean, we know from the trailer, we're getting flashbacks from the Jedi Temple. Uh, so that makes me think we are going to get something, right? We saw that you see those four Jedi advancing on something with their lightsabers drawn. Um, so... I think that, you know, we just need some more stuff. He is the mystery box, right? I mean, everything else seems pretty straightforward at this point. Uh, Everyone's got their motivations and the things they're trying to do. Grogu is the mystery. It's like the central thing holding this whole show together. So something significant needs to happen. I think it will. Is it? 
Do we still think he's a clone of Yoda? Oh, what? No, no idea. I don't think no he idea. is. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think he's the child of Yoda. I think it's more likely he's a child of Yoda than he is a clone. So Yoda and Yaddle got busy. Yeah. He's yep. uh he's he's Yoda Snow. <laughs> oh my god. That's a <laughs> yeah, reference. I don't want it. Child. I don't want it. But it would make Yoda <laughs> such a hypocrite though. I mean, he was. He, he was. was though. Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. Yoda is, the, we, we, Yoda is like number this. one reason why everything happened. Yeah, no. we talked about that. We, we all argued that Yoda, if you want to put the blame of the prequel sequels on someone from what we've got from Clone Wars and then later in Rebels, you can put a lot of that blame squarely on Yoda. He had so many red flags. He's like, hmm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he sound a little bit like Kermit the Frog? <laughs> because he's a Muppet. It's the yeah, same I mean, guy both- doing the voice. <laughs> yeah. Kermit's voice is yeah, Yoda's it's Frank voice. Oz, right? Yeah. yeah. So Frank Oz is a Sith. Mm. <laughs> Actually, isn't there a meme uh, of uh, like Darth Kermit, like Kermit yeah. with like a hood on, yeah, and yeah. he's like a, a Sith? Yeah. That would be. I mean, that makes sense. You are right. I think. That's a great qualifier. Something yeah. does have to like move that thing forward, otherwise it's you're stagnant, right? Because it's also like, yeah, why? I mean, that's the main reason. I mean, and it's got to be like I've a bigger leap than it. we've gotten, right? Like, and I, I would say, I guess I'd follow it up with it needs to be a more significant piece of information or something than we got in in season two. Like, I feel like the third season of something, you know, everyone's used to the material now, so you need to change it up. You need to flip the script. Time to, you know, send the story in a different direction. Something. Here's my question for you guys. How many seasons do you feel like The Mandalorian should go for? Do you feel like we are halfway through? Do you feel like we are well, closer you, to the end than the beginning? Do you still feel like we're there's way more to tell? Like, how do you feel, you know, as you're watching this and you're, you've been consuming this, where do you feel like we are at in the story? Chris, you want to take it first? Yeah, I was I from what we've gotten. So the Mandalorian, right? Like, it's an interesting title. And when you first start the show, you're like, "This is Din's story. He's the Mandalorian." We're talking about now that we're in the third season, we're like, "Oh, it's probably Grogu, right? Grogu is chosen at this point to follow the path of the Mandalorian. He's a Mandalorian in training." Um, so if we're going by that, season three feels like the middle, the exact middle, and then for of like a five season arc. If he's made his decision, this middle season, he's going to commit to becoming a Mandalorian. Season four, season five, obstacles, you know, Jedi stuff, maybe conflict, and then resolve it in season five. No, it depends. If you uh, ask anyone on the earth but John Favreau, <laughs> John Favreau would say as many as needed. Yeah, well, he's actually that, I mean, come out right recently answer. and said that, it, he, that. He, he's going to take it as long as it'll go. Yeah. Which right. is not a which is a scary thing to hear because a story needs a beginning, middle, and end to be a good cohesive story. Well, I would hope he's saying that, but he has an idea of like w- the ending. Well, yeah. so there is. But the, it could take longer, right, in terms of how he wants to tell. Is it. he the TV version of George R. R. Martin? Well, <laughs> each season is like one of those books, which are great. <laughs> but if if each season is its own complete story, then it can go on for as long as it wants. That's because true. the entire uh, show doesn't need necessarily, and a it could have arc. an arc. Yeah. All you need is to know the end, yeah. and everything in between can arc. Yes, but the problem though with this show is it's been presented as the mystery of Grogu and his history, and along the way we're picking up other characters that we're familiar with in the galaxy, figuring out what they're doing, going on their side quests, but we're still waiting for the main story to like, do something to like prisons by the qualifier of like, you know, poke it, do something. Do something. I thought that was interesting because I, I was, as Krishna, you were saying that, I was like, oh, I totally forgot that we even cared what Grogu, what, like, I didn't even think about this episode. Like, where's Grogu from? I was just, mm-hmm. where are they going? So I wonder if they are going to stick with that. Judy, oh, yeah. So wait, are you saying, wait, so are you saying that they would ignore the Grogu? I'm Grogu saying that they may not be seeing Grogu's past as the mystery box that you see it. Hmm. Because it seems like they're more interested in telling the rebuilding of Mandalore. Yeah. And that the story is about the Mandalorians coming back into their own. 
And all I was saying is I thought it was interesting because while you were talking, I was like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot we don't know anything about Grogu. Like, I didn't even think about Grogu's past in the last mm. episode yeah. or more. I think there's enough connective tissue, though, and there's enough, like, that we know that that stuff will come into play. Like, we know Moff Gideon is in season three. But he's what? obviously, like, a huge tie-in to Grogu's story. Um, yeah. and hunting him for those reasons. So I, I do think that stuff will come into play. Yeah. But I guess the question is, as Michael kind of brings up, is like, how much is that going to come into play? And how important will it be uh, in the larger story they're at least telling in this season? Well, Best so I don't, I, I would say you don't need like, we don't need to know his entire yeah. like backstory. Totally. But we need to know, we need to know, why he's such a sought after prize. And yeah. That would be linked directly to his past. Right. Right. We, right. we got to know some kind of origin to figure out why he's so valuable to some of these factions. What if Moff Gideon really just wants him because he just wants a friend? And he's like, here. Well, could be no, because he says he just wanted his blood. Yeah. What if it's just his, it has I nothing to do with Grogo himself. Blood. It's more just his species. Gee, well then, that that's fine. We but then we need to we need to know that. Like we need to, you know, getting some more information then on the origin of his species or whatever, since they're not even named in the galaxy. Green guys, they're like the Mew and the Mewtwo of the Pokemon world. The Yoder and the Grogu. What about Yaddle? What she about did. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Uh, moving on, Junior, your qualifier, go. Uh, my qualifier is pretty simple. Uh, don't split up Din and Grogu. Uh, we've had that a couple times now in season one and season two. Uh, and, you know, I think the, the show is the strongest when those two are together. Uh, and I don't want there to be multiple episodes in an arc where Grogu's given away or Grogu is stolen and they have to go fetch quest Grogu and... Etc. Etc. You know, I think that's been done a lot within the first two seasons within the Book of Boba, and so I hope they don't fall back into that. I think sometimes it's easy to do things that you're familiar with, and that's obviously something that's familiar with the show. But I hope it's now trending into a new direction, where where Grogu is like a little bit more dependent, right? He's not just this like helpless baby, right? He's had Jedi training, and now he knows how to. Look at a navigation thing on a Naboo Starfighter. That's true. So. And we know he can force force moves uh, Skittles and M&Ms. And spin a chair. That's pretty useful <laughs> in the real world. So. You're not wrong. Yeah. And he went with a weird chain mail instead of a lightsaber. What if, smart. What if Grogu is stolen so that he can become his true self? And he doesn't get saved. He saves himself. Would that still count for you? Depends on how they do it. Like, I think. Well, look, what if it's reversed and Din is captured? Oh yeah, and and somehow Grogu through baby talk has to assemble a team. I don't know. <laughs> that that be bad. Awesome. <laughs> you got me. It's the baby uh, Frink people. They all. I mean, I think with. I I just I don't want it to be like a multi-episode thing, sure. right? Because in both the first and the second season, that's like a that's a thing, right? Like it's the, the first season. The whole premise is. He gets, he gets, I don't want it to be like the focus of the season, if that makes sense, right? Right. The delivery of Grogu, the like getting Grogu somewhere, which it doesn't seem like it is, right? This, this, like we've talked about, the season seems like the, they're going back to Mandalore. You know, he's, he wants to, to bathe in the water and be with his people again uh, and all that type of stuff. They're really like leaning into that instead of like really focusing in on Grogu and this, like basically the, the separation or the, coming together of uh, Din and Grogu. Gotcha. So I, I think I'm fine with it in, like, an episode, right? Like, if they're not together for an episode for whatever reason. But if it's, like, a whole... If it's, like, the focus of the season, again, that's where I'm, like... Gotcha. It feels a little tired. I think, for me, the qualifier is actually very simple. And it has to be a... I mean, the dream is always a Grogu reveal. As a droid? No, like, when I say Grogu oh. reveal, like, you know how everyone <laughs> is shocked and there's so much conversation and theories around what is this Grogu thing in the first episode? Yeah. That was, like, the first. That's, like, top tier. Grogu level reveal. And the second tier is, like, Darksaber reveal. Where it's like, oh, my God, how the hell does this person have the Darksaber? That, I think, needs to happen this season. 
because otherwise the galaxy is starting to feel small again yeah. and way too like too it's just too coincidental and just small and yeah I don't know something but we got that a little bit in season two with what I mean Ahsoka and then <sighs> the Grand Admiral Thrawn line sure I mean the Ahsoka thing was ruined because yeah. it was leaked that's true but it wasn't supposed to be leaked right, right. It, like it w- they weren't able to keep it as tight as they were with Grogu right and stuff because she's a known commodity but like that was a pretty b- like within the context of the story it's a pretty big reveal right? and I guess the Skywalker at the end too yeah, yeah, I mean, that's huge, yeah. too. That's yeah. huge. That's so huge. I need, like, I guess, like, so that I would consider those third tier. Oh, and then Boba Fett showing up at the end of the, the second episode, first episode of season two. Was that's a pretty been big ruined reveal. by the show, so I, I don't know what to say about that. But, that wa- but at the time, <laughs> that was, like, a big reveal. Like, sure. holy fuck, Boba Fett is alive. Right. Like, definitively alive, so canonically what ca- Okay, alive. so then I need a dead character to come back. You need Darth Dr- Maul, I said. No. no, you can't bring it back Please, no. again. No, I want Darth Maul to show up. Oh. If Dar- that's my qualifier, if there is no Darth Maul, the season sucks. Are we getting a Sabine? I would assume. I think they cast. She's cast. Right? Estra's cast. There's rumors of Thrawn being played by Lars Mikkelsen, but it's rumors. I mean, I would assume this entire cast will show up in an episode or a flashback or a flash forward or something or an after credit scene somewhere. Hmm. I also heard rumors of a Luke, Han, and Leia situation. Oh, oh shit. In The Mandalorian? Not necessarily in the Mandalorian. They were talking. The rumors are in a speculation of an, a show about the three of them. Oh, oh, like uh, live action? Yeah, deep fake. I mean, uh, so maybe the, the rumor movie, is right? to it's do with they, they can do it because they, they can do deep fake and respeech. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> they don't even need the oh, actors. Man. You don't need them anymore. Oh, so that that might be more pertaining to this, but it was in just general. Would you guys? Would you do a full like show with like deep fakes and? feature like watch a full show yeah could do you feel like you could do it do you feel like it's in a place where you could be like i can i, mean, I can do it I, I, you'd have to start it right like start watching the show and see how well it's done and but i don't know if there's a character like a luke leia han show to me sounds boring as hell what are they gonna do oh <laughs> leia's talking like, politics han is being a, a drunk and confused Parents. Yeah, they're they're locked. Luke's being a terrible <laughs> fucking master. Like that sounds boring as hell. You're kind of locked yeah. in in terms of what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look yeah. later. Like if specific to those three, no interest. If it's something like R two D two C three PO BB eight, <laughs> you're in. You don't have to deep fake <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> no, God, no, no. I, I don't know if there's anyone in Star Wars. Like, there's no character. Like. I'd rather have a new character. I don't want the same characters. Like, mm. what about something? Like, why do you think the Mandalorian and Grogu are so cool? They're new characters. Like, that's why Ahsoka was so. It was a new character. The entire crew of Rebels, new characters. If it's somebody that we've seen, no, please, no God, more legacy no. characters. Yes, be yeah. done with this. What about an office comedy about building the Death Star? I do. I'd love Where the that. boss That'd is uh, Tarkin or whatever. I think that would be great. As we know in season two of Mandalorian, some people did survive the first Death Star. First Death Star. Um, one of the uh, in the last episode, one of the officers of some Kremlin cruiser that they capture, he's talking to Cara Dune. He's like, "Yeah, I was on the first Death Star, and I watched as Alder on your planet was blown to bits." And obviously, at that point, that was like f- ten years later. So maybe you could do an office comedy of like a group of people coming back together to try and rebuild a third Death Star, <laughs> Star Killer Base. Oh, Star Killer Base <laughs> or Star Killer Base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then uh, you could have like old people that are like, oh, I know how the Death Star runs, and the newbie crew trying. You to don't know what it, it is. That'd be a good show. That'd be a I great don't show. Know. I mean, that was kind of an Andor with with, with the slave labor. Yeah. No, yeah, it wasn't funny. Oh, I laughed. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into bold <laughs> predictions uh, before we get out here with was it good? Um, are we we're because we're not uh, big big thing for our, our listeners. We're not going to be doing uh, every single episode for this. I think the goal is definitely end of the season wrap. We may do a mid season, but it really depends. I think on what else is out there content wise, and then also I think number two, what happens in the show if it's honestly worth it. So yeah, if there's a big reveal, if like Ahsoka. Like an Ahsoka level event. Event. <laughs> There's much. Grogu level, Darksaber, and then Ahsoka. Like if, if Ezra showed up. 
Well, I haven't gotten called to set, so I don't know if that's ever. They already happen. cast the guy who played. <laughs> <laughs> already cast the guy. He looks just like you. I know. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, bold predictions. Let's hear bold predictions for the whole season. Uh, okay. Or if you're very. Grogu will die. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> what I came for this. Arjuna, what did we for? say? Yeah. All right, all you right. can make bold prediction about anything but somebody dying. Darth Maul will live. Oh, I love <laughs> this. That's a good one. Who's <laughs> uh, going first? Christian's going to go first because he's ready. Ready. Uh, mine's boring, but I think um, I think Din fails in his quest, and he leaves the creed of Mandalore behind. Wait, oh, that, that's a really good bull prediction. Wait, wait, actually, this actually works really? out too. I like because that. It, you could actually sum it up to your bull prediction is Din will permanently remove the helmet. Mm, but, yeah. but does Pedro want that? I don't know. This is probably no. He doesn't because it's less work for him. I was gonna say that, that he has to be in every episode. I was gonna say it did for the first time feel super weird that he doesn't get out of his helmet in this in this in episode. The premiere? Yeah, I was like, why is he still wearing that? Because he's not there. <laughs> yeah, he's not there. He's, not he's not filming either. The Last I, yeah, of Us. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, That's I think he, that is a good he one. leaves the, like leaves the creed behind. Damn. And I, here, here, I, I'll, I'm, now I'll make it bold. Oh, boy. Here, you, you, you had a good able, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to continue now. Now it's bold. He won't be able to remove the helmet because there'll be an explosion that melds the helmet to his face. <laughs> so even though he leaves the creed of Mandalore, <laughs> he still can't take off the helmet because it's. Part that of feels so sad and that like so tragic. Really brutal. It is brutal. Brutal shit. I really there hope nobody sees this. That that way. So that way. Story. That like, way. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so that way they can. You can still have. You can have Mando leaving the Creed, mm. but then Pedro doesn't have to be in on set for every episode. Yo, you should send this <laughs> idea to his agent. Like, this is a genius idea. I do a live-action role where I get paid live-action money, but it's really just a glorified voiceover. Voice yeah. <laughs> so, so could we argue, then, that uh, Pedro Pascal is the highest-paid voice actor of all time? <laughs> yeah, probably. We'd have to, yeah, probably. Jesus. At least for a single project, it's got to be yeah, pretty high. Because I would argue... Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, there's more lines without helmet than lines with helmet. So even in that episode with Bill Burr, when they infiltrate the 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 base and everything, and he has to remove the helmet, he sits at the table and he has that whole conversation, and he doesn't say a single thing. Yeah. He just sits there. <laughs> but he they're looked like, cool. They're like, you didn't pay me. You only paid me for five lines with helmet off this season. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if we take it off here, I won't be saying anything. He was supposed to, he had lines, but he refused to say them. <laughs> it comes out that they, like, they uh, started deep faking his voice in season two. Reese Beecher? Oh my God. Yeah, and it's actually, they just kept Pedro really just to do the marketing. Do you think, do you think that's part of the contract that like now owned the, his like Din voice? And so like, if he did ever leave the role, they could Reese Beecher it so it sounds so like So Keanu Reeves actually had a thing come out where he makes sure that his agents and people, when they look over contracts, it's signed in there that no digital rep like recreation can be used right. or or create or whatever. So I would imagine that hopefully somebody's looking out for him in that sense, we'll but see. you never know. I mean, he signed Henry the contract Ca- back Henry in Cavill, 2019. Henry Cavill signed something that, I don't know, you could argue cost him Superman. So, Whoops. Oh, FYI, Matt Stone and Trey Parker are currently the highest paid actual voice actors at 800 and 600 million each. Whoa! Oh, like, like total, or total, no, like like total, right? Because of everything they've made over South Park, I assume. I Certainly doesn't so. say <laughs> in this little bit that I will see eight hundred million, million seasons per like, what? line. <laughs> that would be insane. Uh, yeah, that's that's nuts. Um, yeah. Your bold yeah. prediction? My bold prediction is going to be we see live action Omega this season. Oh. Are you saying that because Bad Batch is season two is concurrently running right now and will yes. end and will end with a two part of the same week of the mid season of Mandalorian season three? Synergy. Interesting. Yeah. That's my, my bold prediction. We'll Has get... that happened in Star Wars? 
like a live action a crossover. like an actual crossover with there with things happening at the same time. Yeah, TV to movies. You could you could make the yeah the season one of Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker, the, the healing four, the factor. force healing. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't a character. That was a idea. that was an idea, but that's still a crossover of some type. You you could argue there's they made sure the episode lined up with the movie. Sure, you could say that an idea is the strongest character of all. Yeah, that's how you know <laughs> cults and Inception. things started. So yeah, I guess so. I guess that's a, that's a, I don't know if that's bold, but okay. No, that's pretty we'll bold. Do you want me to make it more bold? She dies. <laughs> Season it up, Arjuna. Put some zest on it. We want won't not only will we get live action Omega, she will explain a lot of Grogu's. History. Yeah, she's like, oh, this idiot green thing. (laughs) We created him on Camino. He is a clone. Yeah, there's a there's a lot there's there's more there that she will understand and maybe gather not that she's gathered knowledge in the inter inter in in the twenty five year period. So she'll tell us instead of uh, them showing us what happened. I love it. She'll also tell not show. (laughs) She would also be the same age as Boba. Yeah, they're they. Yeah. Which would be that'd be interesting. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, don't. I do, I do think, yeah. I mean, I think we'll we have to at some point get Omega and Boba Fett. I have a better bull prediction. Go for it, just to piss you off. Omega and Boba are the same person. No, Omega comes back no. and she becomes the leader of Mandalore. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's bold. I mean, uh, we. I think we talked about this the last, like during Book of Boba. We had some Omega predictions. Mm. Um. Technically, she's a clone of Django. Django was a Mandalorian, so her showing up in a show called The Mandalorian, yeah, it's. But I remember, like it. but remember, makes Bo, sense. Bo and Bo. Sasha Banks, because I don't remember her character's name. Remember when um, Boba and Mando oh. go to like recruit their help? There's a whole line and everything about how Boba is not a Mandalorian. But what's interesting with that is Boba says. To her, I never claimed to be one. Right. But then at the same time, he defends his father's armor yep. and the tradition of passing down armor. Mm-hmm. So you I also, think he's a little conflicted. You also have to look at backgrounds, right? So yeah. like everything we've seen of Omega, it, like what's the heritage that she's really picking up on? It's that of the clone troopers. It's that of right. the Bad Batch. She hasn't been, ex- at least from what we've seen, hasn't been exposed to like Mandalorian culture. The interesting thing if you do an Omega, a live-action Omega in the Mandalorian timeline is you're jumping ahead 30 years, mm. right? And in 30 years, a lot can happen. So, like, maybe she splits off from the Batch at some point, and she does lean more into her Mandalorian roots, right? Which is there from from what she has. Like, Boba obviously leaned into his bounty hunting roots because that's what his dad was all about. And he taught him some of the traditions that his dad learned as a Mandalorian, Omega didn't have that. She grew up in a cloning facility around all these clone troopers, and now she is with the Batch. But you could... I think what's fascinating if you do do a live-action Omega here is that it's a fascinating way you can take this character because she can fit into a lot of these different groups with the clone troopers, with the Mandalorians, uh, and everything. And I wonder if Dave Filoni created this character because he's like, this is a character that can fit into a lot of these factions and has a lot of these identities. I think it's so pretty it's like obvious a, that it's Bo Mega. She's a clone of Bo. Katan? Yeah. But they said she's a clone of Django Fett. Did you see it? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, they say it pretty explicitly in the Bad Bat. She's genetically the same as the clones. Yeah. And they're all clones of Django. Django. I thought there was just bold quick, predictions. Real quick, uh, with, Jan- <laughs> with Django Fett, he's actually technically a foundling. Right. He's not He's not Mandalorian yeah. by blood. And, and but Dan was... is a foundling. Yes. So yeah. he's a Mandalorian. Right, right. Mandalorian, well, not anymore. Right, because Mandalorian is, is like the, the foundlings yeah. are all cultures and creeds, right? right. And I think that's the thing. You're, I think we, like, Omega is not a clone trooper, right? She wasn't genetically made to be a clone trooper. But her culture and her heritage is that right now of working with clone troopers, working right. with the Bad Batch, right? You know, there's no there's no DNA code for bounty hunting, but, like, Boba Fett had this whole stupid season called The Book of Boba Fett, and he's <laughs> like, oh, I'm not a Dymo. I'm a... I guess he didn't say I'm a bounty hunter, but, like, he's, for, you know, he's having an identity crisis, clearly. <laughs> he doesn't Basically. know what he is. Basically. So I, I think Omega, I, I, like I said with Omega, I think she, she kind of transcends 
a lot of these different groups that you can kind of call Mandalorians, right? Because it's like, you know, you have Boba Fett is a Mandalorian in some ways, right? Because he's a clone of a foundling Mandalorian, but he doesn't identify as Mandalorian. And the Bad Batch and all the clone troopers, you could technically, they could all technically claim to be Mandalorians as they're clones of Mandalorians. So I don't know. Well, I mean, I think that's I think that's what's fascinating about like what they could do with the character. That's true. Uh, my my, I'm gonna give you my actual bold prediction. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't it. No, I'm not gonna. No, no. My we'll actual, keep it though. My actual we'll bold prediction it. is going to be, we get the big bad finally behind, uh, Gideon or Moff Gideon. Gideon, and he's gonna be Thrawn, and that's what's gonna lead into Ahsoka. I thought we were doing bold predictions. That seems like obvious prediction. Yeah, that feels like a cold. That's prediction. a really great prediction because it's going to come true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is about getting the up. points. So this isn't about so wait, getting points. You'd be so you'd be. They're in love. Assuming then that <laughs> Thorn has returned to the galaxy. I'm and assuming. Has been I'm controlling assuming, things like a puppet master. Right. I'm assuming he's already in the galaxy because there's the entire episode where Ahsoka's on, you know, dirty planet and getting Beskar spear, and the lady's like, "Oh, you'll never find Thrawn." But it's implied that Thrawn is around somewhere doing yeah. something. So. so he's come he's come back. Yeah, he's come back. He's around. And somehow Thrawn returned. <laughs> I would Im- I would Space imagine whales. I would imagine there is a very loosey goosey plan of Thrawn being kind of this lead in to First Order and First all Order. the crap that they're doing yeah. and a way to kind of make it interesting. Well look. Or at least I would hope. The behind the scenes pull back the curtain. Dave Filoni and John Favreau have been given this thirty year time period to play around with, which they have d- dubbed the Mandoverse, right? Which mm-hmm. is between episode six and seven, and they're building out their shows. They have Ahsoka, they have uh, skeleton crew coming, and um, they obviously have the Mandalorian and all the, like the the Book of Boba Fett um, and everything. And they're gonna use those shows to like build that out. And uh, I mean, Thrawn makes the most sense. It's like the the Thanos, the Kang of, uh, the of everything War. that yeah. can like kind of transcend the but, shows. But please do it in a movie. Out. Don't do it as a TV show or series. You guys remember Why? the Defenders and how that failed? But that was just bad. Like it was just yeah. bad. Like it would have been fine if it was good. Like if they had written a good show, but they didn't. They wrote a bad show. Okay, but what about the CW verse and in Crisis on again Cooper's? bad bad. Right, but I'm right? just saying TV doesn't have a good track record of doing it's a not, big it's not just multi the, No, 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 but it's not the thing. format. The format I is think not it's the, format. the format is not the issue. But then n- name a big cross show event. Boba just because Fett. it hasn't been done above the Just because it hasn't been done doesn't mean it can't be done. It's Power impossible. Rangers. It's not impossible. In fact, Power that gives Rangers. you more real estate to do it, right? Because Wait, here you just said it. Yeah, Power Rangers. Yeah, so that's the thing. That. <laughs> but but I'm saying like at least with Star Wars and like with Marvel and like more you know other stuff like it hasn't been done. So you you can do it. Do you think based on what you saw this episode that it's possible that they can do it? No, <laughs> definitely <laughs> fine. Not. I mean, no. we'll see. I don't. I my no. Book, Book of Boba impossible. really did b- b- put a big dent in my belief in the well Book the Mandoverse Obi Wan Kenobi. Well, the Mandoverse crew is what we're sure, t- I'm but like. About. You also, I mean, look at it. When you have bad shows, like, well, you told me, though, numbers-wise, right? Obi performed well or something? Is that what came out? Well, if you look at the numbers, Obi-Wan and Book of Boba, like, destroyed Andor. But what's the better show? Ugh, I hate Andor. it. Andor. It's not even close. It's right. so stupid. Wait, the numbers, really? Do they the release numbers. numbers? There's, like, the, I mean, there's the numbers that, like, you can kind of, you can gather from what Disney Plus kind of, Disney will share. And at least from what they've shared, like the um, the the hours spent watching Obi Wan were significantly higher than like the hours spent watching Andor. So I mean, the big thing is like we'll never know what I'm sure we'll never get like a clear statistical picture because why as a company like you don't have to release that. Right. So it really will be kind of actions like if an Obi Wan Kenobi season two comes out and an Andor season two never happens for whatever reason, then we know right. that an idiot is running everything. Well, it's a business at the end of the day, so they're gonna an idiot business person. They're gonna they're gonna go where the money is. Idiot business, an IBP. Ip, ibib, All right, we've been rattling on for a long time. We've got to ask that question finally. Was my talking good? No, thank you for your five out of ten. Okay, uh, Krishna, Brandon, Krishna was Mandalorian season three 
episode one, apostate slash prostate. Good. <laughs> yes, the prostate apostate episode was good. I liked it. It was fun. Uh, we're back in the world. We're back in the universe. The action was good. Um, yeah, good start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 CTU. I really miss uh, the crawl. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the Star Wars crawl? Well, they've oh. never had that in this show. I but know, but you remember that was like a big talking point for episode one. They're like, there's no Star Wars crawl. Well, I mean, Rogue One never had a crawl either. Solo didn't have a crawl. Yeah, It's only for the main movies. It's it only for the Skywalkers. Yeah. Ta-da! And the Palpatine <laughs> turned Skywalkers. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Arjuna, was season three, episode one of The Mandalorian good? It was. I enjoyed it. Quests. Coincidences. <laughs> what, was the, what was the other one? Spectacles. <laughs> that Spectacle. sounds like a weird, like, 1950s, like, trailer. <laughs> the Mandalorian. Quest. Coincidence. And spectacle. <laughs> Everything you would want in a sci-fi blockbuster. Oh, perfect. Oh, oh man. Damn oh, it. Amazing. It sounds like Sagre would be like, lies, deception. It'd be like, coincidence. Quest. <laughs> Spectacle. Uh, Ravi, was The Mandalorian, season three, chapter 17. I almost said a prostate. <laughs> a prostate? Good. Apostate. Apostate. No, a prostate. A, a brothel? You said a prostate. Apostle. Apostate. 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 That's yes, right. apostate. No, Not apostle. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my god, we said that way too. Anyway, yes, it was good. Big surprise. I'm a Star Wars fan. <gasps> oh my god, I'm shocked. I can come in hot. <laughs> uh yeah, but no. Uh as Christian put it so 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 perfectly. Um, yes, it was good. I liked it. It was fun. We're back in the world, back in the universe. Tony Almeida's DTU. <laughs> Pretty much sums it up perfectly. There you go. But yeah, no, it was great. It was good. Um, I think, I think what will be an interesting tell for the three of us this season is if come mid season we're like, no, nah, we're good. We don't need to have a like breakdown or whatever. I think that will be an, a big indicator that this is not the season's not going well. So I'm kind of curious to see like what happens around mid season for sure. Because I, I would imagine two, three are going to be kind of fluff episodes, if I mm. had to guess. So, But yeah, that's going to do it, I think, for us here on Was It Good? The podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. As always, we are on the internet, as many other what? individuals are. We are on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram and TikTok at Was It Good Pod. And you can find our full episodes on YouTube.com slash Was It Good. Check out our website, wasitgood.info. Our next pod is going to be on Kang's Sequel movie, <laughs> Creed 3, <laughs> co-starring also, Killmonger. Also, also starring Cargo's son. <laughs> I don't get that reference because I never uh, saw that show. No, he played Apollo in the Rocky movies. Uh, Carl uh, Weathers. Carl Weathers. Oh, was, oh, oh. Yeah. I, I, and, uh, I thought you were making a wired joke for some reason. Apollo's son. Yeah. Yep. It's all connected. It's it all is. connected. Mandoverse. <laughs> Mondo. Wait, real quick. Um, who is the distributor and producing Creed? It's not a Fox property or FX, pro- or right? I don't know. Because otherwise, because otherwise, Dis- Disney owns it. And there you go. Good I don't. I don't. I don't know. I actually. mean, Disney owns a lot. I mean, they own pretty much everything. But anyway, that's gonna do it for us here. Good day. Good day. Good night.